This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys talk with students from the Engineering and Science University Magnet School in Connecticut about their Pass Tracker app. We'll have music from Shane Howard, a Google Tip of the Week, and more. That's up next on the EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. How you doing? I am one of your hosts, David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Welcome to the show. We've got a very, very cool show for you today. We're going to be talking with a couple of students from the Engineering and Science University Magnet School in Connecticut. And these students, all uh, those two students, along with a group of other students, all work together to create a very cool pass tracker app for hall passes. Yeah, pretty cool app too. That is going to be, yeah, it is very, very cool. You guys are going to really enjoy uh, talking to the students, learning about uh, the app, some of the process they went through. Uh, And as a matter of fact, uh, also uh, coming up Saturday, which when this goes out, it'll be tomorrow, uh, May 20th, they're actually taking part in the Connecticut Expo, which is a high school competition. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. So that's going to be very, that's very, very cool stuff. Hey, if you want to catch us on the web, go to twitter.com slash edutechguys. Catch us also at the website, 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 edutechguys.com. Hey, just go to Google, type in edutechguys, and you'll find us. We're pretty much everywhere. That's right. And speaking of finding us anywhere, everywhere, you can actually bring us into your district and uh, have us, uh, we'd love to work with your teachers, work with your students work with your administrators, whoever, and bring podcasting to your school so that you can share your story with the world. You're listening to edutechguys.com. Don't just listen to us. Bring us into your district today for cool, exciting professional development. We'll teach you and your students how to take podcasting to the next level and use it to reach your classroom 
and to reach the world. Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys or head over to EduTechGuys.com. Scroll down on the page and fill out the form and we'll be in touch. Bring EduTechGuys to your school. Hey, welcome back to the EduTech Guys. We are really excited today to have um, some students from the Engineering and Science University Magnet School in Connecticut. They're going to tell us more about that school here in just a bit to talk about the app that they've created called Pass Tracker. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, tell us who you are and your names and uh, what grade you're in and what you do, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so I'm, I'm Daniel Janusik. I'm a 12th grader at ESIMS. Uh, I'm, I'm working on this through the class AP Computer Science. Um, and, and my name's Ariana Langley. I'm also a senior at ESOMS, and I'm the leader of Pass Tracker Mobile App Design class. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys are seniors. Are you, when do you graduate? Is it, it's coming up, isn't it? Any, any yeah. day now? June, yes. June 21st. June 21st. Yeah. Awesome. Are you excited? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ready to be done with all this? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about um, the Engineering and Science University Magnet School. Tell us a little bit about it. So, so we started on State Street. Um, and from there, we went in 2010, we moved into a new environment in Leader Hill. We had access to more facilities. Uh, just finally now, we have our newest location on the UNH campus. Uh, that we moved into in February, and uh, we the, the school is really good. It has a lot of good uh, facilities, and and um, for example, like we have three D printers, we have CNC machines, we have all of this infrastructure that's been built for us that really enables us to use the curriculum and the teachers and educational material that that we have in order to develop some some real things, some real applications like what we're doing right now. That's cool. And you guys are in is it West Haven? Is that correct? West Haven now, yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm making sure that, that I knew where that was. So uh, we're in Arkansas, so we're kind of far away from you guys. Um, <laughs> just a, just, just a, a bit, just a little car trip. It's only like two inches on the map, though. Um, so okay, so um, let's get into Pass Tracker. Where did the idea for the app originate? Who came up with it? Was it a group uh, idea? How did you guys decide that that was the thing you were going to work on as as a team? Well, in our in our new school ESOMs, everything now that we have that we didn't have in the old school is like everything's technology. So we still found ourselves filling out these little amazing things that take a thousand years to fill. And we just figured since we have all these new different things that we have in our school that involves technology, we might as well just improve the way that we get permission to leave the room instead of. Um, sorry, I just went blank. Just like, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. No, it, it, it's a really interesting idea, and it makes a lot of sense that you know. So you guys created a, a, a fob that they carry with them when they check out. That way, so they're really the the check in check out is all just done with the fob, isn't it? When they go to any right, other so class so or the we office. have the developmental prototype here. It's based on a um, cool. So. So the hardware is, is simplistic for, for the prototype. All of, all of you know, the scripting and, and writing to databases, most of the work is on the software side. Uh, so there's not a lot of hardware that has to be implemented that, that we're using right now. Uh, but when we're, when we're looking at ideas due for the Expo Fest that we're participating, the, the main goal is how can we, that, that we looked at, was how can we improve the quality of education? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, when, when we looked at the process of students leaving to use facilities like the bathroom or nurse's office or going into 
are the areas we found that it was inefficient either to use this if you have to go to a very specific uh, classroom teacher room or just using a generic pass. I'll pass, yeah. <laughs> the laminated color. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, yeah. I, I, with, with the string around the neck. <laughs> <laughs> and the main problem we see with that is that you have to ask the teacher to leave the room. You have to interrupt the classroom, and that really digs into the workflow. Um, and having this, you, along with your key fob, this could be a car, this particular one uh, is rounded. Uh, in, that, in using that, you can actually just uh, scan that, and the teacher that goes into a database that the teacher can can see and use at a later date. So not only does it improve you know the efficiency of of the workflow and not actually having to interrupt the classroom, mm -hmm. but it prov provides accountability and safety that could be later looked into the school. So we saw three main uh, th three main um, deficiencies uh, that we could address, which is safety, accountability, and efficiency. Uh, so in terms of safety, we, we want to more aptly be able to determine where a student is at any given time. And with having that done electronically, we're not constricted to a physical piece of paper that a student signs out themselves. It's, you know, going on the database it could be accessed from anywhere, uh, permissions for certain sets of classrooms that we designate with certain sets of students could be looked at uh, with, with administrators or teachers. In terms of accountability, uh, this is going to allow the teachers and administration to have a set of data that, that they can use and look at student activity, where they're going, for example, like how long they stay at the bathroom. Do they actually go in the bathroom in the first place? So we can, we can, we can find trends and we can see if, if any students, for example, they're, they're trying to avoid uh, you know, education or avoid the classroom. And that way we can address and find those problems a lot sooner. Of course, what I originally went through was the efficiency and trying not to interrupt the, the workflow that is present in classrooms. So, all right, so it's using RFID to track the students. So are there, you guys have tracking sensors like throughout the entire building or is it just on the doors or how, how does that, you know, how, how does that work? So we actually, in the class for both the, um, that, that he just showed you, for all the stuff together that we had put together, it came out to $29 mm -hmm. altogether just for that one thing. For the initial prototype. Yeah. Okay. So we were just planning on, instead of having all of these into every single classroom, since in I know in our high school in particular, we're not there. In order, the reason why they lock the doors is so that we all the students can't just go into opposite classrooms. Like you can't just get out of your class and go into another classroom. Just if you need to use a bathroom, the nurse, you know, go to the nurse, go to the office, or maybe the guidance counselor, we're gonna put those in, we're gonna implement those in those destinations. So they're only gonna be in a certain amount of places. And with all those being together, we have two bathrooms on each floor. In East Sons, we have five floors. So we know we have 10 bathrooms, we have one nurse, one guidance, and um, one office. So that's 13 of those all together, and that came out $284.07. So we figured that for our school, if we just use that, it would be more cost efficient rather than having them in each classroom since mm -hmm. we're not supposed to be going in anybody else's classroom. So. Yeah. Well, you know, and as the product grows, you, you, that was one of my questions was, why did you guys decide to go with RFID and Arduino? But I'd like to preface that with using RFID is really smart. A lot of schools already use that in student IDs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, reprogramming those when you use them as a hall pass would be easy, you know, to, to know that when Jeff needs to go to the restroom, 
he scans it at the teacher's desk or the teacher puts it in. And then no matter where I'm at, it's going to say, well, Jeff did go to the restroom or Jeff went to the principal's office or wherever he was supposed right. to. Right. And, and even now in our school, all of the teachers, they have these IDs that they're the only people who can access their classrooms. Mm -hmm. So we can't go into our classroom until that teacher scans their ID. Right. So figured instead of starting a whole new system for, you know, us being able to have that for us, we might as well just use the RFIDs that we have. Exactly. That would be easier since we already had them. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. You've chosen awesome. a great prototype. So let's get into where your business teacher comes into play, your business and technology teacher. Um, I know she's, She's, she's in there and it sounds like she's done a great job. <laughs> yep, just, so if she wants to come and talk to, and I, I want you guys to talk about this, especially with her, let's talk about the business plan. Let's talk about, you know, it's great. You created an app and everything, but you guys have become entrepreneurs and you're, you're using that entrepreneurial spirit to, you know, you, you built, you did a business plan, use several different processes to come uh, about how you were going to build this and why it was going to be used. And so let's talk about that. Tell us about how the business plan got, got going and how the entrepreneurial end of this jumped into play. Okay. Well, um, my class is an e-commerce entrepreneur class. The kids have to, all the students, I have about 27 students in each class. They all have to come up with a business idea. Some are good, some not so good. <laughs> you know, some of the, the kookiest ideas are the ones that take off. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, this idea was, uh, it was just made sense. And since we did move into this new brand new building, um, $86 million building, it's like the most expensive school on the East coast. I think now Wow. it's, it's time to upgrade the, the, a lot of stuff. It's time to do away with some old processes. Education kind of doesn't keep up with the pace of technology. So yeah. as a former, um, accountant and finance, uh, planner, I have to help push the education process. Yeah. So, um, I think it was Ariana or your friend, someone came up with the idea and now some, they came up there. So they ideated the, the, the actual process. Then they started doing market uh, research. They had to do um, an analysis. Are there competitors are out there? If there are, are they direct competitors? Or are they kind of not, uh, they just kind of cross over a little. Um, then we have to do cost analysis. So we get to do financial plans, financial breakdowns, break-even points. And then we have to also fundraise, which is the hardest part because we have to kind of get out of our comfort zone and say, hey, where are we going to get this money? Venture capitalists, do we have any donors? Are there any industries here that want to give us money? And, you know, not too many. So that's, that's the tricky part. Also in a school system, we don't know if we really need to have um, the permission of all the superintendents. Um, do we need the district permission? Can we just implement this in our school as a test? But then going outside to perhaps a district that has more funding, do we need to sit with the uh, superintendent to get the blessing? Yeah, sure. Um, so we're going to do it. We'd like to start it in our school just as a little test, like 10, 10 RFIDs, scanners around the, around the school, see if it works. Um, there might be some pushback from parents about tracking students, so we have to be careful of of uh, that. But it's not we're not doing we're not tracking. It's not a three hundred and sixty degree tracking. It's just point to point. Yeah, right. So if there is a fire drill, or if there is a lockdown, oh, we know who's stuck in the bathroom or who's still in the guidance. So yeah, sure. I'm legally responsible for all these kids, and if I can't account for them. It's on me, so, and I, I don't want to lose any students. Yeah, um, right, absolutely. But as far as business plan, so that kids write their own, and um, 
lot, a lot of revisions. We go back and forth. And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, man, she's like, oh, yeah. Lots of revisions. A lot of revisions. A lot of revisions. There's always something that we've missed. So we have to go back to the drawing board. And we, we go to the big companies and look at their um, financial uh, statements and see what they've done, try to mirror them. Mm -hmm. And we've got, oh, did you show them? I'm going to bring around the uh, the infographic with their logo. It looks beautiful. I'll be right back. Okay, dokie. Okay. Well, you know, I, I have to say really quick, yeah. you guys, you, you have a great teacher because – this would cost you thousands of dollars in the real world to learn this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a, this is you, you're leaving, you're leaving high school with a wonderful entrepreneurial training. That's, you know, forget the app, just this alone. Look at that. Great. Look at that. Great. That's a great logo. See the logo? Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so the kids actually create the logos. They create the websites. They, they do everything. They've created the banners. So they really get a good experience. They're using a lot of programs, not, not just Word and Excel. Yeah. They use um, the Adobe Suite. They use, um, we, we use the free platforms to create websites. Sure. But they also, the students here are also required to have a website, a personal website, in, on which they store all their school um, projects. Yeah. So it's kind of like so when colleges, it's, it, we're getting away from paper. Everyone wants to see digital. Yeah. And, um, the kids as early as fourth, no, see, we start here sixth grade. They have their own websites, and it's yeah. pretty cool that you don't need to give a paper resume. And, and that's really integral, having a digital portfolio going into tech company. They want to see some kind of progress, know that, that you're with the trends, that, that you're able to keep on presenting yourself digitally efficiently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that portfolio is going to make a big difference. And like I said, you're, you're at the point now – you could leave high school and go into the business for what you've learned in this classroom alone. You guys are way ahead of the curve. You're way ahead of the curve. And that's, that's pretty amazing. You're yeah. right. Awesome. So they have good grades, but then they have good grades plus something mm -hmm. else. I'm sorry. We attended, did you talk about Expo Fest? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hadn't got there yet. I, I, let me, before we leave this. So <laughs> David has more questions. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, quickly, uh, I'm curious now that you have, you, you know, you've got a working prototype, you've got this that you're rolling out, you've got the business plan, you've got everything ready to go to present this to, if, if you're going to go the VC route or get some kind of funding or whatever, is that part of this as well? Or, or how does that work in terms of, let's talk IP, let's talk about intellectual property, who owns this? Do the students get to go shop this out? Do they get to put their name on it and then go get venture capital to try to uh, get money in order to reduce the footprint and all that kind of stuff. How, how does that work? What's what are the next steps? That's, that's a good question. This is my third year teaching at ESOM, so I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. Last year we came close, but this year there's no there's no saying that Ariana couldn't take the project with her to college and continue it. So we haven't crossed that that bridge yet. Mm -hmm. um, I should think it would be the the students' property. Um, I would love to have them make the millions of dollars and then maybe take me out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, let's, let's, that's a great segue into let's talk about Expo and let's talk about this, you know, the Expo conference and the competition that's going to happen. So tell us about the conference and then what you hope to achieve when you guys get there. So Expo Fest is a competition in Connecticut where actually high schools, they come together and, you know, they have a team where they innovate a product or either they come up with a solution to whatever um, 
topic that they gave us. So this year actually our, the challenge was fresh perspectives. So that is our fresh perspectives so they're sure. writing their paper passes. So that's basically what Expo um, Fest is. So yeah. it's, like, it's just like a trade show. It's a trade show floor. There's 40 other high schools from Connecticut mm -hmm. will be competing against. There's about six different categories, uh, e-commerce, mobile app design, um, 3D modeling, and then the sciences. Yeah. Chemistry, bio, physics. Those are usually the, the core. Um, and it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of real world experience when you're 16 years old. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're selling, you were actually pitching and the kids, sometimes it's the quietest kids who come out of their shells and they just blossom. And it's yeah. such a treasure to see this mm -hmm. in action. And I'm thrilled. It's a lot of work. Yes. Because it's not just homework, regular homework. It's above and beyond, but you are pulling from the English courses and it takes your science. Um, knowledge and you apply math to these programs and you're, you're encompassing everything into one project and it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Well, I can tell you if the rest of the team is as well-spoken as Ariana and Daniel, you've got this oh. thing in the bag. No, you guys are great. Um, you're old hands at this already. Um, you're very succinct to what you're trying to get across. Um, it's been a great interview. Uh, this is wonderful. Well, I'm very excited for this you. This is very cool. This is the yeah. stuff we like to find out about. Um, you're, 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 you should be very proud of them, and you guys should thank her tremendously for the, what she's giving you because this is a – This is a – I wish I had a, I had a teacher like, like that yeah. when I was in school that was going to show me this real-world stuff to get me ready to just step out and do this. Um, yeah. I'm very excited for you guys. So um, go one more. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this was actually mentioned. Or, when is Expo? Oh, yeah. When is Expo? Oh, May 20th. Oh. Oh. Well, oh, <laughs> oh I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Coming right up. So well, it's, it's good. So when the kids, um, it, this Expo is a wonderful thing because it's just, it's a little something more that the students could put on their resume. You have all good grades, but this distinguishes you from the other student. Like you've won an award, you have experience doing something and it, it really makes them a more rounded person. Yeah, that's very cool. So uh, another quick question about Expo. Um, well, two, I have two quick questions. One, uh, is, is Pass Tracker, I don't know how Expo works. So is Pass Tracker like the only submission for Expo from your school or are there multiples? Okay. Yes, the, the only submission from our school. Was, so this is being entered into the mobile app design division. Okay. So this is based off about uh, seven or eight other uh, entries um, and last year we were fortunate enough to win first place. Okay. It was a lot of hard work. Awesome. Okay, so the second real quick, this, the second yeah. quick question then before uh, we before we let you get too far away, because it's so quick. Uh, would you be willing to after it's all said and done and you have your party and and you get to try and finally breathe a little bit? Um, we would love to have you guys back on kind of as a follow-up. And so if you're interested in that, we would love to just, have you guys back on. Just email me, okay? Just, just let us know. Yeah, We'd love awesome. to find out what happened. Yeah, and tell sure. us your experience because this experience is going to be a, a totally new experience too because you're, yeah. you're out selling. Yeah, you're going to go out and take your product, elevator pitches, the whole bit. I'm, I'm real excited for you. That sounds like a lot of fun. Very cool. It's going to be a fun expo. Hey, listen, uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, this will air pretty soon and we'll send you a, a link and it'll go worldwide. So we're pretty excited. Thank you so much. Uh, 
don't forget, uh, if everybody wants to get to the web and find this, it's PassTrackerApp.com on the web. Do you guys have a Twitter for it? Is there a Twitter? We have a Twitter. It's actually zero PassTracker. Okay. Zero and pass our Instagram tracker. is PassTrackerApp. Cool. We will share cool. that out on our social media and on the web. Make sure that everybody knows about it when this show hits the air. Awesome. Okay. Thanks again. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Great interview. Don't forget to check out PassTrackerApp.com. These students are doing a great job there. I'm pretty impressed with the work that they've done. It is amazing. And we want to give their teacher, Miss Manzioni, I think that's correct, Melissa Manzioni. I um, want to give her a big shout out for um, an awesome class that I would love to have taken when I was their age. Heck, I'd love to take it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no kidding. And these kids are getting experience, you know, that is going to take them no matter where they go in life. Just awesome, awesome uh, experience and, and opportunity, and I really hope they st- that whoever's in charge of, of keeping this going, uh, in terms of their actual pass tracker app, that they keep it rolling and they they get it honed down into a much more manageable device and and start rolling it out. I mean, they're on to something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, good luck to them on uh, May the 20th. They're heading to the Expo in Connecticut. Yeah. Hope they take first prize again. I understand, you know, they did it last year. Hope right. they do it again. Um, uh, good luck to them. Hey, how about a little music now? Yeah, how about some Shane Howard Band and Texas Rain? Texas Rain keeps falling out.
Oh, yeah. Music from Shane Howard Band in Texas Rain on the Edutech Guys. Nice. I thought Wolfman Jack was here with me for just a second. <laughs> uh, yes, we're both old enough to have listened to Wolfman Jack. Yeah, some of the people are going, what the, who's Wolfman Jack? That's right. Google it. Yeah, Google it. Hey, speaking of. Hey, you know what time it is? It's time for the Google Tip of the Week. Hey, today's Google Tip of the Week is a recap. Uh, just want to bring it back up again because it's now been turned on across the board, and that's the team drive that you can now find under Google Drive. Have your sysadmin go in and make sure that it's on. And what it does is it puts us in a, a really new place with uh, drives and sharing. Um, if you share a folder or someone on your committee or your team shares a folder and then they leave, then... Uh, if no one else has ever taken ownership of that, that person owns that drive and that person controls who gets sharing permissions and things like that to yeah. it. Well, with Team Drive, you create a Team Drive and everyone owns it. You know, the person who created it can disappear. It won't matter because everyone in that group then is an owner of that you know drive. Now, there's still permissions inside it so that you can make sure some people just have read-only permissions and things like that. So if it's for a classroom, you know you can do it, stuff like that with it. But it, it, makes, it uh, makes it really cool, really easy to use, and it, and it exists out there amongst all the other drives. So a little recap there. I thought you might want to definitely check it out, especially as you head out for the summer. Uh, create you a team drive with maybe your team teachers and your department so that you can start putting in some information throughout the summer. Yeah, that's very cool. That's yeah. a great idea. Just a little recap on it. Yeah. Well, and and the fact that now it's rolled out. Yeah. You know, before yeah, we were talking long. about it and it was coming. It was coming, yeah. So and now, it's, now it's here. It's here. Woohoo! It's, it's here. Cool. It's here. What is that? A team drive outside the door? <laughs> hey, and speaking of being here, hey, let's talk about where we'll be. Hey, Innovation Institute, Springdale, Arkansas, June 7th to the 8th. And after that, the next week, we'll be in Hot Springs at the Hot Springs Technology Institute, and that's June 12th through the 15th. Hey, and then Podstock in Wichita, Kansas, July 12th through the 14th. Awesome. And I will be at ISTE uh, June 24th through the 28th, uh, through the whole thing, 29th. Yeah. Um, I will be there the day early at the Badge Summit. Hashtag Badge Summit. Take a look at it. Really good stuff going on that day. Um, I'll be there with my press credentials. Uh letting you know about the whole thing. So if you are not going to ISTE, definitely check out um, the website, edutechguys.com, and check out the uh, the Twitter, and um, we'll keep as much out there about ISTE as we can. Well, and we're going to do uh, the same thing we did last year. Now, last year, we actually didn't go to ISTE. And so we did the hashtag not at ISTE. Right. And uh, you guys could use that hashtag. I mean, we didn't come up with it. It was already out there. But if you use hashtag not at ISTE, we'll be monitoring that as well and posting stuff out with that hashtag. And then we'll be doing podcasting uh, with the information that we're getting from the folks that are there. Now, like Jeff said, you know, you are going to be there. So if you as a listener are going to be at ISTE uh, this year, you want to find Jeff and uh, share your story with him. He'll get you recorded and we'll get you on the air. Bingo. Hey, good show today. Awesome. Good stuff. Yep. We'll catch you next time. I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. See you soon. You've been listening to Edutech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site this program are those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, 
make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.